This is an episode of D'Angelo and the Co-Host with my very special guest, a fellow fierce, beautiful, talented Latina called Eileen, and she celebrates her newest single, Ricura, which is a massive hit and just the beginning of what I genuinely feel is going to be such a prosperous career. But it it's the beginning of you knowing her. Because she has tried for years to make it through this industry and in different genres like bachata. And we discuss, we go really into the prejudices that Latinas suffer in the music industry. Um, It's not easy being a woman of color uh, in any industry. And it's not easy being a Latina because we do have this we are sexualized, to put it straightforward. You know, we, we go into a room and we are scoped out to see if we are sexy enough to market our talents. And that's rough because forever looked at we are, we're never seen. Who doesn't want to be seen for who they are as a person? And it feels endangering and sad to know that if I don't look the part of your fantasy, you will never make my dream a reality. Was that an Oprah moment? I think so. I think so, Oprah, Oprah, Oprah. And for those that are going to watch this on YouTube, because Deandra Views It All also has a YouTube channel where you can watch the interviews that I am currently doing through Deandra and the co-host and another podcast I have, A Few Cues with Deandra Views, which are mini interviews uh, with artists about their newest singles. Those are side notes. But um, if you see the YouTube uh, version of this podcast, you will see that I am in clear touch by an angel lighting. So I'm feeling very inspired. I'm giving messages and wisdom from God. JC, and this is an Easter episode, so hello, hashtag he is risen. But those are all side notes. The point is that we really go into how difficult it is to be an artist in this music industry because so often, and I think that the first few years for a lot of artists, this is a reflection of of the struggle we have to understand that this is a music business. We go in for the music and we get the business. And I do wish that it wasn't that music has to mold to the business. I wish it was the other way around, that the business had to mold to the music, that the business, the industry came to the artist and not the artist always coming to the industry. But that's just not the way it is. And I think for a lot of artists, and it's something that we discussed, there's this misconception that That if you don't like this industry and you walk away, it's because of your own weakness. It's because you just didn't have the strength. You didn't make the cut. You weren't good enough. And something that we've learned, even though I am an entertainment journalist slash a songwriter, producer, check it, and a fierce singer, a karaoke, but a fierce singer. You know, I did study opera. Okay, enough bragging. The point is that even though I'm a critic and she's um, an artist trying to make it in this music industry, we both have experienced prejudices as Latinas and we've both seen a lot of people um, within our circle that have tried to make it in the same industry either burn out or get disappeared. And it's always on them. 
But the truth is that when you combine something as soulful as music with something as spiritless as business, there is an inevitable clash. And there's this feeling of where's the heart? Can I keep my heart in a world that is rooted in money and of which money is rooted in evil? Now, of course, I'm not saying that every industry person is evil or prejudiced. There are a lot of great people in this industry, and some of them are powerful. But there are a lot of roles, a lot of doors, a lot of policies, a lot of politics that goes into making an artist. And people don't know that. And it's really hard to find a team of people that are not just good, but will fight for your greatness. It is hard, especially because it every person is going to go through highs and lows, not just financially or in terms of career, but in terms of their life, their personal life, their spirit. And this is an industry that just doesn't make room for that. It is so exclusive. And that's rough. That's rough. And it's ironic, too, because music is a world power. It is a global universal force. You would think it would be, for how much it touches everybody, you would think that this industry would be open to everybody as well. But as we discuss as two fierce Latinas that have suffered you know, the racism and sexism of this industry, it's just not that way. And I say that for the people listening who are artists that want to enter this industry, you know, get ready. It's going to be rough. But as we came to the conclusion, when you love, it's not just that we love music, it's that no matter where we go, we just, nothing sparks us like this. I'm even jealous of people who can, you know, go into other industries or do other things and, and feel that that level of passion that I do when I hear a new artist, when I hear a song come from me, it's just, it's like every, every suffering or rejection or tragedy that I have suffered from this industry or within this industry is completely erased because I heard a good song and I want to back that artist up. And like Eileen said, she heard a good song coming from her and she wants to share that with the world. She wants to share her story. Um, but I also have to, again, you know, it can't always be negative. I have to shout out the many good people in this music industry that have hooked me up, that have helped me, that have kept me motivated. I love you all and you do matter. And you are the ones that keep the balance. You know, you are, you are the light. Okay. This touched by an angel lighting, I, I swear, go see this episode in the YouTube channel. It is inspiring, this Touch by an Angel Lighting. I feel super, super Oprah right now. But <laughs> the point is that this episode really, it goes into some deep, serious topics, but it's also really funny. You know how I am. I mean, what is this? The fourth episode of DeAndre and the co-host? I mean, I, I'm a witty gal. I love to laugh. And we talk about family and it's just our culture because Latino culture is just so rich, rich in history, rich in triumphs, rich in resilience. God, we're great. I love my people. I really, really do. Um, but I hope you love this episode of DeAndra and the co-host brought to you by DeandraReviewsItAll.com where I review entertainment for the light it gives. And my co-host today is Eileen. She is super fierce and she is celebrating her newest single, Ricura. 
and I know you're going to love it. And she is, she's seriously going to become massive. So listen up and watch this episode. But yeah, my grandma yeah. always like bembes colora, as she calls them, always has them red and popitna. She's she will love you because like you are like made up like a doll right now. <laughs> <laughs> I I love it. I love it. Ella le fascina el arte. She loves yeah. like in some ways it's about perseverance because you know you have to get up to do your makeup even if it's a bad day you know like you, you know you, what i think it is a per perseverance is one but as a female and i would say this to my mom as a little girl mommy even if you go to the corner store la mujer en nosotras deberíamos de ponernos pintalabio arreglarnos it doesn't matter what you're wearing pero ponte donde tú representas que tú eres mujer I believe in that like 1000%. So yeah. even if it's a lip gloss, even if it's whatever, like put something on your list because it's who we are. That's, that's, we're sexy. We're women. We should represent yes. that always. Leopard print, leopard print, leopard print. Yes. Um, no, I, I actually, <laughs> I really agree with you. And it's funny because your first topic you sent me was women trailblazers in Latin American music, like Celia Cruz, Lili Quesada, ah, sí, sí, sí. Um, Olga Tañón, among other greats. And I feel like they are a perfect example of kind of what we're both saying, which is that, you know, they were women who just got up. They got up and they looked flashy and they looked feminine. And it, yes. even on their worst day, they looked like icons. Amazing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's, it's beauty. It's art. It's beauty. I think that's, that's what we are. Women are that like internally and externally, like we should always represent that. And you're so right. Those women didn't care. Es lo que estamos hablando. Even if it was to the corner or se ponían su, su glow, like su flow, you know what I yeah. mean? I don't even think it was that they didn't care. I think that that was how they cared for themselves. Like there comes a point True. where you get knocked down so much that you're like, there's something really therapeutic about putting that red lipstick on and putting those hoops and saying, F it. This is my yeah. Day. Like this is who I am, and that's what I mean by by they didn't care. Like it, it didn't matter where they would go. It didn't mm. matter who they would be in front of. Like they were always who they were at at every second. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I'm with you. Maybe in a way, what we're, what we're getting at is like no f's given <laughs> means giving an f, but the right way. But <laughs> the right way. Yes. About yourself now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Deandra I love you Deandra right you. yeah okay. I mean, we're, we're, okay. we're mutuals now we're mutuals but you know about those women how do you see in your music their influence like do you hear the Gloria Estefan do you hear the Celia Cruz I do listen to those women you know on my own meaning like to their music you're, you're saying like do yeah. I um, how do you see them in you in terms of how you approach music, how you, because I mean, it might be, if I can say in my personal experience, I can't tell you how many times I thought I was going to do like a Rocio Durcal song when I write and I produce, and then I come out with something Bad Bunny. So I totally understand if you, if, if it's not in the most overt ways. Okay. Um, I feel 
like, first off, their their stories and their independency and their, you know, some of them with their stories, like what they went through and, and how they battled and how they pushed. That has always inspired me. That's always made me feel eh, como que, conchale, if they did it and they're women, then I can do it too, you know? Mm-hmm. So that relation has always been there, especially with, you know, I'm not sure if you know, but Selena Quintanilla, like when I learned who she was a little as a little girl, like I, oh my gosh, she did yeah. something to me that, and I know a lot of women will express the same way, but for me, I, I, you know, I'm not afraid to say, and I always say, because sometimes I say, oh my God, everybody loves Selena. It's so cliche. Yeah. Pero para mí, fue algo más profundo, Deandra. Like, her soul, what she did to people, what she left, I think, my gosh, I still get goosebumps when I, yeah. when I see her and I listen to her story or anything. Porque that's, that's what Eileen is. Like, as a little girl, when I would walk into a room anywhere in high school, and I, mean, I had girls that wanted to beat me up, like FYI, in middle school and high school, yeah, yo tenía mucha mucha mujer envidiosa, and no yeah. mujeres, hombre as well. Like, like she's always smiling, she's always happy. Like, what's wrong with her? Like, everybody always thought there was something wrong with me, and so Selena, like, really, she showed that she, I saw that in her. Like, oh my god, she was always her. And she always made sure that that energy was given to every single soul. Yeah. yeah. And that, that has no... You're getting as you say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, it's deep. It's deep for me. It I really is. Say, I mean, you know, sometimes joy is the most dangerous thing to be. Happy is the most dangerous thing to be in the world because everybody wants it. Half the people, most people don't know how to get it. And when we see it, we almost want to test it, you know, like, huh, let me see how much I can put the pin to let the me push. Up. Right. Let me push and yeah. see if this is real. Or, yeah. yeah. But I have yeah. to say, I, you know, I, I think for the Latino community, it's hard to get representation and hard to get representation that is good and human. And one thing that I, when I look at Selena and how much she has lasted in our hearts and minds, especially for such a short life and, and a short career, technically, I, I have right. to say, I think what what stands out to me is that she felt like a good person. Like beyond everything, she felt really kind. You know how like people talk about Keanu Reeves and everybody's like, yeah, good guy. Like, oh you gosh, me Keanu Reeves, you're a right. jerk. And it was the same thing with <laughs> Selena. True. It was through her interviews. You thought like she presented herself and there was this warmth and this funness and this like, this realness. hang out with you. Like you're, yeah. you are really good. Good for real. Like for real. Yeah. I mean, that's the word. It's like yeah. a real, oh my God. Yeah. Like it's genuine. Yeah. Y te digo algo. Yeah. That's, oh my God, Deandra. Like life, life needs to be like that. Like. When you meet somebody, whether whatever, whether it's your your cousin, your relationship, you want to date somebody, we have to live with realness. Like mm-hmm. la cosa tiene que ser real, porque si no es real, it doesn't last long. Yeah, you know, it's it's negativity. Like, yeah, you know, it's not the way it's not the way to you know live life. So you're so right. She yeah. she definitely like had that you know portrayed that. Well, let me say something. There are real. Bad people, like bad people for real. <laughs> yeah, they are authentically horrible. So let's note that. Let me tell you, I mean, we're on this topic. We're on this topic. Yeah. 
topic, but, but we're not saying like life is still difficult. I mean, yeah. there's things that are thrown, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always that temptation. There's always that negativity, like, and people fall. Like, unfortunately, it, we're humans. We're not perfect, yes. you know? Yeah. So it's, it's tough. Yeah. It, it can be tough. Um, but I think the key is that if you genuinely in your heart live every day, trying to live, I always say, I'm not perfect, but I try to live as close as perfect as I can, as close as to perfection as I can. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm not perfect, but I try to live as close as perfect as I can. I so, I which say, means, yeah, which means you strive, what? you strive, yeah. like you choose the right things. You choose to do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I think it's about having an awareness of yourself, striving always and kind of I don't know I, I won't say and it goes with your topic of women trailblazers I think it's about having a standard for yourself you know there's something off when you see a really good person become mean you know you ever seen somebody who was really kind say something horrible and you're like all That's of a not sudden you you're not like who you are I think it, yeah. it is about having a level of kind of that this is my limit this is this is where I've crossed and I'm no longer me. I'm not going to get this angry. I'm not going to get this mean. I'm, I'm not going to get, get this right. sad because if I cross that, that's when I'm not me. And that's when I become you. Correct. Yeah. That's so important to, to recognize it. Right. And learn yeah. that from within, like from us, like it's important when it's so, it's such a beautiful thing as human beings to recognize our flaws and to recognize what happens to us when certain things are triggered or, or como tu dices, like I, I have learned, um, growing up, like, oh my gosh, I was, I was bad. I was like super bad in a sense of so naive, like, uh, y por eso que digo, in middle school and high school, like I had issues with people cause they just couldn't, they couldn't get like, why is this girl? Siempre I was like, you know, the captain of the dance team and yes. like, just always positive and bubbly and boom. And unfortunately, like I've been hurt many, many times. Yeah. So many times. Like I have stories at one day, Deandra, one of my goals is to write a book and have my book of all the stories that I've been through uh, personally and in the industry. Like, it's just, wow. It's a lot. You get sentimental when you talk about it. You get, you're, I you do. Sentimental. Yeah. I, I do. You know, that, I'm a cancer, first off. I don't know if you believe in, uh, <laughs> no, in horoscopes. Cancers are emotional. Cancers are, you They're live so in emotional. your feelings. Yeah, yeah. I get into my feelings. But it has to do with, with the fact that, you know, I compose music. is the reason yes. why I compose. Because, I, like, it just touches me right here. There are times when I write music, I start to cry as I'm writing. Yeah. No, I've been there. I, I am that person. And I think, you know, there's something beautiful about that because it goes back to authenticity, kind of like what you were saying. You know, this is a genuinely good song because it has evoked in you emotions as if you didn't make it. It's like something came over you and made this right. song for you. Yes. Yes. And I, and I love that. And that goes back to one of your topics was never giving up on your dreams and, and the power of perseverance. Was there, right. was there something that happened or at least 
is there a limit you reach that you said, okay, this is where I protect myself. I know who I am. I'm not doing that. Kind of what we've, we've been talking about. Right, right. Well, yeah, I, I feel like, to be honest, my last experience, that was it. That was the last draw. And this is why I feel today I have what I have. We have Rikura. I have these blessings of having this team of, because lo que yo pasé, lo que yo he pasado no ha sido fácil. It hasn't been easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, in the industry, not for nothing, and, and I don't want to come off conceited, but, you know, God gave me a lot of attributes that call attention, you yeah. know, um, thanks to him. Que si, just like you, you have beautiful lips. Okay, my lips are full. <laughs> you know, it's like things where people like, ooh, like, oh my God, you know, yeah. who's this girl? Yeah. So you, you, that energy, you pull that, right? So then yes. what happens is now you, as a, as a female, you get into predicaments and you get into, you know, all of the above. Yeah. So I said no more, Eileen, um, when, when I would like believe and let certain people in my life and, and work in certain ways with people. Um, yeah. You know, I had a situation when I left New York and I got here, I had a Me Too movement in Miami mm. and in Miami, Florida, which is, you know, with my first, um, without saying any details, but it was my first song, a song that I released here when I left Vanna, I left the group. Mm -hmm. And I had to, I said, you know what? I called my father and I said, I need you to come with me to this meeting, you know, to call it off with this company because I'm done. So and then I come from old school parents. So without giving too much yeah. detail, but my father got it, you know, but I had to bring in my father. It's like, I had to, you know, figure yes. it out. And yes. it's like, you're saying like, like I did, I learned my lesson. I've learned so many lessons. And today God has blessed me with this beautiful team. Yeah. And now <laughs> I'm in your hands. <laughs> no, I mean, my heart breaks for you because it, it changes you. And I think part of, trying to become a better person or a more positive person is making sure it doesn't change you for the worse, but it can feel like that. I mean, I, there are women who, you know, we, I, I think about that a lot. And I think the New York times did a series on it of people who left the industry, people who said, I love music too much to be in the music business. And I, and I know that, personally, I know a lot of female artists personally that have left. Yeah because of that. And you know, I, I think when I was outside the industry, so hard, so many times you would hear, oh, they just didn't want it that badly. But it's, it's actually, now that I'm in, I see that it's that they, they wanted it right. You know, music oh, fills you. You just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> no, but it's true, it, it, it fills you up. It, it, makes, it is it so true. You. It can, yes, yes. And let me tell you, you're so right. It's not that, oh, they didn't want it. You're so right. I don't believe in that. I believe that we all are who we are, right? And some of us can take certain things. Some of us can't. And you know what? Your peace, your peace comes first. Yes. So if, if your peace is disturbed, no matter how much you love, it's the same thing as, you know, no matter how much you love a brother or a sister, yeah. that person is disturbing your peace, you're going to you're going to step away. You're going to back up. Yeah. 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 It's exactly as you say it. And it makes me think of the specific story of, 
uh, like the original singer of Black Eyed Peas. They did a close up to her and, and she, they were saying that she wasn't pretty enough, that she wasn't sexy enough. And she kind of said, I, aye, aye, aye. I can't be who they want me to be. And I, and in a way, exactly like you said, and I had said, like, kind of, I, I love music. It heals me and it lost its fun. And that was like, wow. It loses yes. its fun. It loses. It loses. Fun. It really does. You have, oh, oh my gosh. It really does. It's so sad. Yes. It's so sad because, you know, it's like you, you love what you do, but yeah, you've got all these demons coming at you it's like geez you know trying to like nadar contra corrientes like it's tough it's really yeah. tough and once you lose that like i said you lose that peace you lose that then why are you there what are you doing waking up every morning and not being happy you know yeah and it kind of it goes into you know women shattering t stereotypes was one of your topics and you talked about um Anita, Kazoo, J-Lo combating um, uh, ageism. The age, yeah. Um, yeah. And I, as we were talking, I kept on thinking of them because like, particularly J-Lo being older, how much she's faced to laugh. Right. I can't tell you how many times I've heard in association with her name, she's done time to let her go of her career. She's old. Oh, yeah. She's been old for the past 20 years because of right. how people treat her. And, <laughs> and this, yes. this eagerness to end somebody and then look for the new version of them while they're still there. While they're still there. It's like mine. We need to find the new DeAndre Lee. I'm done with them. They're done with this interview. Get their replacement. <laughs> Meandra and Mylene, that's the new one. That's the new yeah. one. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. It's so crazy. It really is. What society can do to yeah. how, how society can disturb, you know, peace. Like, I, I with yeah. that topic, you know, I'll be honest. I've had so many people tell me, you need to lie about your age. You gotta, you gotta be like, like way young. I'm like, I'm still young. I'm in my twenties. Like, why are people, oh no, you have to be a teenager in order for you to, I just think I really don't agree with that changing your age type thing, you know? Um, but it's just so sad that that still till today exists in the industry with women, with women. I mean, with us, like, yeah. You know, and a lot of men say, oh, my gosh, this this whole women power, like, why? Well, because, you know, we have so much pressure. We get so much, so many things thrown at us that it's like, it's it's really tough. It's not only that we have to uh, focus on our music, but we got to focus on other stupid, excuse me, yeah. you know, yeah. like that, <laughs> that we need. It's just, it's tough. It's really tough. So that's like a really big topic. I, I, I don't agree with it. Um, but I respect all of them, you know, Jennifer Lopez, especially just, you know, speaking about her, eh, I have a lot of respect for her for that, that sense, you know, cause she yeah. has to still like battle and crawl yeah. and push forward. Not she had an interview the, the other day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She had an interview with Oprah, I believe it was. And she said, I've had to learn how to consistently wake up every day and say to myself, I am the greatest, I am bad, I am, you know, a bad B, 
Uh, I, you know, like I have to remind myself every day because of the energy that I receive. Yeah. And there was a point in her life where she, she did, she, she says it. There was a point in my life where I thought, oh my God, they're right. Like I do suck at singing. I do suck at this. So, you know, it's all these battles that we go through. It, it, I mean, it comes with the territory, honestly. It really does. We have so much pressure as, as females. And we have to just learn how to battle and push forward. And thank God, thank God that we have these inspiration women, female, you know, icons that inspire us and teach us. Say, I think there's also like, you know, she's a woman. And then you add on that she's a Latina. And she's one of the only Latinas in the industry. And sometimes I'm like, let's have, first of all, some gratefulness for what she's been through and kind of trailblazing for us specifically. But yeah, this over eagerness to end her always, always bothered me because you're ending someone's yeah. livelihood. You're ending someone's dream. Why does right. she have to lose hers? You won't get right. it. If Jennifer Lopez no. is gone, I'm not, I'm not the new J-Lo. I don't become oh, exactly. <laughs> and suddenly you start making dance tracks. That's not going to happen. That's right. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I know. But um, you, you said something interesting, though. The controversy that was sparked by Arcangel's comment. And I was like, what did he say? I never heard it. What, what was... Give me a recap so we can approach it. <laughs> this triggered a lot. Because he made a comment. I don't know the words, word for word. But he made a comment saying... Eh, it doesn't belong to females, uh, the yeah. whole urban industry. And um, oof, that triggered a lot, you know? That was yeah. a big, big, like, talk of the, of the day for a while. But I feel like what he said was a good thing for all of us because it made us, even stronger, you know, yeah. we, we came together and we spoke about it and we, and, and we said, we say no, like we stand up and we give each other that empowerment. And this is mm -hmm. why we're living history today. You know, I've said this many times in our interviews this week, like we're just living history today. Honestly, just keep empowering and keep giving each other that, that push collaborating with other women and coming into projects with other women, having these talk shows, having, you know, it's just, it's just getting better and better as the days go by. Yeah, I mean, all those women, J-Lo, Celia Cruz, they didn't blaze, the, they didn't know they were blazing the trail. They thought they were just blazing their own trail. And, yeah. you know, you, you yeah. never know that, sh it's very rare that you realize you're a part of history because you're just trying to write your own story. Right. And, that goes for you and that goes for all the women, especially in Musica Urbana that, you know, it's, it's crazy that he says it's, he just said something that was unspoken and he said it out loud. That's really what he did because yeah. everybody knows that a lot of the men feel like that. They feel that this is, you know, Musica Urbana is too rough. It's too gritty. We can't speak as freely with women. We can't, we can't think as freely with women and let it be known that that type of mentality is what women have to face when they go into the studio too. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Right. I mean, it's, it's tough. You know, I, I, uh, when I chose, mira, when I worked in New York, 
uh, with Lenny Santos. Mm -hmm. There was a point in my life where I was recording bachata. And I had a lot of battles with Lenny. Lenny, like, would say it. it you know, I'm going to produce, I'm going to help you, but, you know, this, it, there's just no female singing bachata. You just, you know, you're wasting your time. I don't know why you're doing this, but I'm going to help you. Como que... There was many moments where I, I battled with him and we, and we, and I would tell him, but why? I mean, I don't understand. Why you even What's say that? that? <laughs> First off, Alexandra, I don't know if you know anything about like bachata you, artists. You kind of fell out when you said that. Can you repeat the name? Okay. Monchi and Alexandra. Yes, I know them. Uh -huh. Right? That duo, that dynamic duo. Yeah. Uh, okay. Granted, you know, there was a man in, in the group. But still, there was a female voice singing bachata. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just, there. it's the same. I really feel like it was the same. But, you know, and, and it's just, that's just some of the things that we go through. Again, mm. what us females, the pressure and the stuff that we have to battle and we have to, like, swim out yeah. from. <laughs> let's not act like some of my, like, some of the best Aventura songs were the women part. Like, in Opresión. Hello. We want, we want to be the girl. We want to be the girl. You touch something. Mira, Judy Santos. I know her. I love her. She's my girl in New York. Sweet, sweet girl. Um, I have a lot of admiration for her and respect. And it hurts me because I, I feel like she didn't get what lo que ella se merecía. She didn't get what she deserved. I mean, she was the cause of that sensation. I mean, let's just be real. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you, you know who, I don't want to, I, I hate saying names and speaking about artists, but I mean, you know, Romeo Santos and you know you what, know. I'm going to say it. Like, why, why was she in the back? Why wasn't she, por que no le dieron ese mérito? Por que no, no la pusieron, you know, why didn't they put yeah. her into, and, and they kind of really didn't. I feel like they didn't. They didn't do enough. They didn't. I mean, they really didn't. And it's hard because as women, our, it's like our greatness is a given. Like, it's like a, we offer our hearts and it, it's almost like, yeah, you were supposed to. No, right. no, I wasn't. No, I was to. not. I, I chose to give my heart and my heart was beautiful and you used it like it was a napkin. <laughs> and you wiped and you, and you went up and you forgot. And me. you, yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and it, I think it goes back to exactly what we were saying. You really have to admire the women who last in this industry. Oh, yeah, who last. Yes. So often when we talk about being a woman in the industry, we don't mention that it's hard not to carry it home. Those bad days. It's hard not to be like, ah. It's, it's really tough. And, and not only that, you know, to, to piggy on the on that topic, uh, when you are raised with so much culture and so much, um, how do I say this? So, so many uh, morals, you know, when you come from a family with so much moral uh, religion, you know, most Latinos are Catholics. La religión católica, myself. I mean, I'm, I consider, you know, I'm Catholic. That's my religion, what I was raised with. I mean, with all respect, God is God and everybody has their beliefs. But, if, you know, speaking on a personal level, as a little girl, you're raised with Eileen, 
when you grow up, my mommy used to tell me, tú vas a tener tu familia, you're going to have your kids. But uh, ya, ya, eh, as soon as you, it's like they expect, as soon as you graduate high school and as soon as you, that's it, you got to find your, your partner because you got to get married soon. So there's like age brackets and there's, you got to have kids. And so you're, you're trying to battle this career and I'm speaking in the music industry. Mm. You're trying to battle the music industry with, with all these morals and like family oriented. I mean, I, I'm a girl that I was raised again, going to church every Sunday. Mm. I believe in family dinners. I believe in, you know, that that's just where I come from. Yeah. So a, all of these late nights where I would come home at four or five in the morning from the studio, a, all of these, I got to look sexy for a certain photo shoot, all of these things that go against who you are and where you come from. Like, it's tough. Yeah. Because it's tough to battle that, you know, Porque entonces, you know, with relationships, how do you have the time to meet somebody in this, in this music industry? Like when you're unstable I mean, I've, I'm the type of girl that I've lived everywhere all my life. I've lived in New Jersey, in New York, in Maryland, in California, um, in Miami, Palm Beach. And then not to say that I traveled for eight years all over the world with a boy band of 12 men, members. So how, como yo voy a encontrar mi pareja? How am I going to find? Yeah, I mean, it's one of the few that few times that it's ever been brought up. And I, I interpret it as, you know, the difficulty of not carrying the, the burdens of a bad day or bad experiences into your relationships. But it seems like it's also a block of, of building them. And I, I think what's rough is that it's so hard for women in any industry. And mm -hmm. there comes a, and you, you will have to triple your investment to have a career. That's again, why I admire like legends and icons and women who are on top right. because they really did have to sacrifice way more than men and invest triple. And triple. It's like, it's like if a man gives four hours, you have to give 12. And right. if they give, if they have two skills, you have to have 12. I think you're totally right. Like it blocks you from having a life outside of your work because you have to give triple and get less. And get less. It's amazing. It's amazing. It is so true. It is so true. So then why do you stay? I think that's the question. What let's let's turn this this boat around. Let's turn it positive. Why where is the love for you? When is where, well where are the moments where is it coming from? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like like this is yes. Well, it comes from my heart. It comes from what I knew as a little girl. Uh, I knew what I was going to do. You know, at age three, I started dancing. And I started really opening up, like, what it is growing up, seven, eight years old. I started really, I would see that when I would perform, I saw the smiles and the claps and the laughter and the in people. And it's like, oh my gosh, I am going to dominate this career where I can bring joy to my people. Like, like this is why this industry for me is deep. What I do is deep because there's no more satisfaction. Like I feel 
te digo, I can die tomorrow because I know that my entire life I've spent giving joy and laughter to people or not even joy or laughter, but also like through my lyrics, I was able to connect with so many people. I'll never forget this. I'll tell you a story. I did a tour with Tito Puente Jr. Mm-hmm. And I traveled in the United, we traveled in the United States. We did a little state to state with three original songs of mine, right? And it was two hip hop songs and one bachata. So La Cancion, La Bachata, I wrote it when I was 17 years old. I had a friend that she had to have a boyfriend all the time and she would get hurt a lot, right? And she inspired me because I get inspired also by others' stories, you know? Um, so I wrote this song called Sigues Caminando, Keep Walking. And I'm on this tour and here's this girl, you know, nobody knows me <laughs> and I'm singing this song. And I had women coming up to me multiple times, not once, I, I can remember this, crying with their eyes. Oh my God, me hiciste llorar, me hiciste recordar a mi ex, you made me remember the times that I thought, I will never forget. That like touched my soul so deep that I say, wow, Eileen, you, you conquered what you said you were gonna do as a little girl, like this is it. That's how I felt, you know? Yeah. Obviously, my, my goal is to become national, become like, I want to do that in, in the entire world. But just with that, I swear, DeAndre, I can die tomorrow because I know that I was able to touch someone's, someone's soul and made them reminisce, you know, about a time in their life about, because here's the thing, it, it's not to bring pain to someone or, but it's so beautiful to remember the experiences and what we go through. Love is love. Yeah. And even though we cry and que se yo, pero it, it comes from love. So, so yeah. 